Hey everyone, this is Steve Hutto with Harvest Celebration Ministries, and this is the Steve Hutto Podcast. Thank you so much for logging on and stopping by to listen to what I have to say to you today. And of course, I'm always excited about God's Word because it's living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword and piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit of both the joints and the marrow. And it's able to judge the thoughts and the intentions of our heart. God's Word is alive. Man, that's something. And the more we feed on God's Word, the more our soul comes to life and lives for Jesus. And when that happens, even our body conforms as we feed upon the Word of God. But not only is the Word of God living and active, you know, it's always working. It always, uh, it's always doing something. And the Scripture says that God sent forth His Word and it would not return unto Him without accomplishing what He sent forth the Word to do. So it's living and active, and it's sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing as the division of both soul and spirit. Soul and spirit. You know, a person who is born again is born of the Spirit of God. Their spirit was dead and has come to life through the regeneration of the Holy Spirit coming in. You know, that's salvation when a person gets saved. And we've been talking about this in some of my recent teachings, but our mind, our soul, which is our mind, will, and emotions, must be renewed. But the Word of God feeds your spirit. It strengthens your spirit, but it also separates your spirit from your soul, your mind, will, and emotions, so that those three, mind, will, and emotions, can be renewed and not only are you created in the image of God in your spirit, which is the real you, but even in your mind, will, emotions, and eventually even in your body to a point, we begin to follow after Jesus and act like Him, talk like Him, pray like Him, as our mind and our soul being separated from our spirit is renewed by that Word of God. You know, the, it's, the Word also says that the Word of God is uh, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, both joints and the marrow. Now, here's how I receive that. God's Word is so living, it's so active, it's so powerful, it's so sharp that it can go into the natural body and bring forth healing as we pray God's Scripture, as we confess verses of Scripture pertaining to healing of our bodies. God's Word is so sharp, not only is it, is it able to save our entire being, but it's so sharp it can go in and in a physical sense, a natural sense, can get to the parts of our bodies that need to be healed or need to be restored or fixed, and uh, it does that. And it says also it's so sharp that it separates soul and spirit, both joints and the marrow, and it's able to judge the thoughts and the intentions of our heart. So man, it separates soul and spirit, joints and the marrow, and also goes deep into our heart 
and reveals to us the things in our heart that are not so good and that are good. It separates those two. If the Word of God wasn't sharp, when we exposed ourselves to the Word of God, it wouldn't reveal the things to us. It wouldn't show us areas in our heart and in our life that, that for the most part are hidden, even from us, that we need to deal with. But thank God it is. The Word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, a double-edged sword. And I heard someone say one time, and I believe this is, this is right on, it's a two-edged sword, a double-edged sword, because number one, it comes out of the mouth of God, and the second edge given to it is when it comes out of our mouth. God spoke it. You and I, we receive it, and then we speak it just like God speaks it. And uh, the result is... It's living, active, it's sharper than a two-edged sword, and it does all that that scripture in Hebrews 4.12, that's what the scripture is, does. What an exciting thing. You know, and, and, and really, I picked up the microphone, turned it on, to, to share something, uh, as a matter of fact, that it was totally different, and in getting into the teaching, I wanted to just mention how powerful the Word of God is. But it seems like that's kind of been the focus of what God wanted me to share with you. But I do want to share this. It's really more just an encouragement, and I pray you're encouraged by this. But Psalms 86.5, of course, it's the Word of God, like I've been talking about. It says, For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and abundant in loving kindness to all who call upon you. What a powerful scripture. You know, I like to memorize Scripture like that. And so that in my prayer time or my worship time, I can just return that back to the Lord because it describes much of who God is. For you, the psalmist says, O Lord, are good. You know, we serve a good God. He's, he's not tapped into good. He, he didn't inherit goodness. He's the source of all goodness. That's where good comes from. It comes from our God. He's a good God. It's an incredible thing to know Him. It's an incredible thing to serve Him because God is good. You know, the world is filled with a lot of bad. There are a lot of things going on that are bad in the world today, and it seems like things are getting worse. And part of that is the aid of the negative news media, but still, we, we know that things are getting worse and morals have been decaying. And, you know, I could go on and on. And, and I'm not here to talk about doom and gloom, but that's the truth. We can't ignore that. But above all that, my friend, the, the real truth is that the God you serve, if you serve Him, and I know that the God I serve, that's the same God, by the way, He is good. There's nothing bad about God. There's nothing mean about God. He is the epitome. He is the source of all good. Wow, that's incredible. And he's because he's good, listen to this, he is ready to forgive. God is good, and because he's good, he is ready to forgive. You know, you just need to tell him that sometime. Not that God doesn't know it and not that He needs to hear it, but you need to say it and you need to hear it out of your own mouth. For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive. 
God will forgive you because Jesus came 2,000 years ago and he took all of the sin, past, present, and future, upon himself and he dealt with it. And through our relationship with Jesus, we are in right standing with God. What Jesus did on the cross affects your born-again self, <laughs> meaning you are the righteousness of God in Christ and in Christ alone. So he's good because he's just the source of all good. And because he's good, he sent Jesus to forgive us of all of our sins. And all we have to do now is just go to him and acknowledge that, that Jesus, Father, through Jesus, I am forgiven. And, you know, 1 John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and righteous. That's the same thing, to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. There are times when you know you hadn't been a perfect Christian. You hadn't been a perfect follower of Jesus. You know what you did wrong. You know what you're struggling with. You know what? I'm going to say this, and some people might not like this, but it's okay. Just go to Jesus. Go to God. Talk to Him about it and say, forgive me. Help me not to do this. Help me not to think this way. You know, deliver me from this mindset of judgmentalism or negativity or whatever it may be. Just be honest with Jesus and say, forgive me. And I go to Jesus all the time and I appropriate that forgiveness he's already provided. I know it's mine, but I appropriate it through the word of God. I'll say, thank you, Father, that your word says in 1 John 1, 9, that if I come to you and confess my sins, you are faithful and you are just to forgive me my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And I believe in my heart that my sin is dealt with. I mean, Jesus has already dealt with it, but I acknowledge it and I appropriate it. I dispense, if you will, that forgiveness in my life. I know I'm already forgiven, but that helps me and it gives me the strength and the power to, to, to get back up on my feet or to come out of what I'm struggling with, regardless of how I feel, because I know that I know that I know that I am forgiven. My God is ready to forgive. He is a good God and He is ready to forgive. And I, you know, this is uh, from, from the Psalms, Psalms 86, and it says that He is ready to forgive. But the truth is, He has already forgiven us. He said, for you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive. You see, this was written, of course, before Jesus went to the cross, but it's the truth. We're on the other side of the cross now. Jesus has dealt with our sins. We are already forgiven because God stands ready to forgive us. And we appropriate that with the Word of God that is living and active, as I said before. He is ready to forgive. So just talk to Him, as I said. And the psalmist went on in Psalm 86, 5 to say, For you, O Lord, are good and ready to forgive and abundant in loving kindness to all who call upon you. He is abundant in loving kindness. Loving kindness is mercy. 
and it's grace. Well, let me ask you this. If God is good, wouldn't He be abundant in loving kindness? He is. But He's abundant in loving kindness to those who call upon Him. Again, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we appropriate that forgiveness with the Word of God. He is good. He's ready to forgive. And He's abundant in loving kindness. We could stop there, but to all who call upon Him. You know, there are people that never partake of the goodness, the forgiveness, and the loving kindness of God. Why is that? They don't call upon Him. A sinner never partakes of that, and many Christians never partake of God's goodness, His forgiveness, and His, uh, His abundance in loving kindness. Why? Because they don't come to Him and they don't confess their sins. They don't call upon Him. If you don't hear anything else from this little teaching today, hear this. Go to Jesus and confess your sins. Go to Jesus and share your heart. Go to Jesus because when you go to Jesus, you're going to the Father and confess what you're struggling with. Did you know that God knew you were going to struggle with that today or this week or for as long as you've been struggling? Did you know before it even happened, He knew it? But He also, before it even happened, He's provided all the loving kindness, all the forgiveness, all the goodness that you would ever need, regardless of what you're struggling with. You are in right standing with Jesus if you're born again because of what Jesus did, not because of what you can do or what you're struggling with. So go to Him. Release it to Him. Talk to Him. Be honest. The last person you want to not go to when you're struggling is Jesus. He's the first person you ought to go to. And let Him minister to your heart. Go When you go to Him, appropriate His goodness, His forgiveness, and His loving kindness. How, do, how, how can I do that? Well, I'm going to say it one more time. I've already said this. Go to Him and confess. Father, I thank You that You are good and You're ready to forgive and You're ready to forgive me and You're abundant in loving kindness and You're abundant in loving kindness to me because here I am, my Lord, calling on You. Be encouraged, my friend. Thanks so much for listening to the Steve Hutto Podcast. You have an extremely blessed day today.